Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to Hooked, the podcast where we're going to give you all the ideas that you need in your game so that you don't have to do any work ever again. I'm Zane C. Weber, and with me to help you come up with all the ideas in your role-playing game are Chris. All right, that's what Chris sounds like, Dom. And that's what Dom sounds like, and Jack. All right, good. Uh, lots that's actually of probably words. a better way to... <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I lots win. of words. Huh, an idea of our personality. Uh, good, good, good. I don't regret this at all. What do you sound like, saying? I sound like this, Dom. I just oh, talk all the time. Uh, I, do, I, do, I do like a good uh, pterodactyl screech. Um, oh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Good pterodactyl that screech. That was really good. It's, uh, That's exactly what they sounded like. Yeah, uh, I know. Mm. I've been there. Uh, So, if you're joining us for the first time, what we do here is we uh, take inspiration from a random Magic the Gathering card and we turn that into either a setting or an NPC, a magical item, or just a regular item or something that you can use in your games or that might inspire you to... to, uh, uses a plot hook to get your characters doing what they're meant to be doing rather than just murder hoboing about really so uh, what we do is we are i'm using the website scryfall.com which gives you a random uh magic the gathering card and i'm also using the random word generator.com to get us a little bit more of uh input so the random word generator has given us a great word this week which is executrix uh, and the, strangely enough, the magic card that has come up is the Anarchist, which has kind of a purpley, uh, hidden in the sewery, pale kind of guy with straggly red hair, pouring over some scrolls. And what does he say, everyone? He says down the bottom, you've been saying this so many times in the last but two I don't. I but we just read. did like seven different accents, and I don't yeah. know whether you want a specific one. Any of the them. The best one. one. I don't know what the best the one first was. first one. What was the first one? I think he just Fuck. did a cough. Anyway, <laughs> this, is what, this is what he sounds like. I'll take this. You won't need it when the revolution comes. That was all right. Mine's, oh. It was all right. It was terrible. It was all right. It was I'll terrible. take that. You won't need it when the revolution comes. Similar to mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. 
You won't need it when the revolution comes. That's not a revolution. <laughs> this is a revolution. Oh, oh yeah. You will need it when the revolution comes. Thank you for distracting from my terrible Australian accent. You're all welcome. All right, so just to let you get to know us a little bit, let's go around and uh, answer the question. Chris, what is the, your favourite player character that you've ever played? Uh, but actually, my current, my current favourite is, is the character that I've just started playing. Which the is the, one. the socialist polar bear. The <laughs> he's, he's not a real polar bear, though, is he? No, he's not a real polar bear. Real he's, socialist, a, he's a Bob. <laughs> he's a Bob Druid multiclass that turns into a polar bear um, exclusively. But he comes from a tribe that, that had no access to money, and so he's, uh, and is now working with a bunch of ruthless, as you said, murder hoboing um, <laughs> mercenaries. So is currently learning about racism and capitalism and. Everything of course, else. every player character has to take that journey yeah. in, into learning what adventuring is about, which is mostly money. But yeah, but basically socialist bear. Excellent. What about you, Dom? Um, well, I kind of, I, I, I like a lot of my characters and I don't think that I want to pick any of them as my favourite because I start out enjoying them a lot and then get tired of them. Uh, oh. so, but I think the, the one that's the most fun to describe is a little guy named Gavin. And Gavin was, uh, he was a halfling, barbarian, uh, and the reason he was a barbarian is because he, he grew up in the city, he was, he was a, a poor little orphan boy uh, whose parents were murdered, but he found these comics about this barbarian, and he read and he loved these comics about this barbarian, so he wanted to be a barbarian adventurer, so he grew up and went adventuring as a barbarian, and basically he was really good-natured and cheerful so so he had to trick himself into getting angry like bite his tongue and <laughs> yeah and he was just it was just a real happy-go-lucky guy and he had six intelligence and it showed <laughs> but good but barbarians are no fun to play as in my opinion so i stopped playing as him at one eventually they do they, they do get s- simplistic but i think like he would he sounds like a fun character to role play as yeah, for a time, but then, like, because he was very stupid and and mostly cheerful, um, he it was difficult to have him impact the narrative very much. Um, yeah. Except for the times when he when he got very dark and depressed and stuff, oh. um, which he did. Well, because his backstory was actually really depressing. <laughs> he was half goblin, by the way. Oh. <laughs> well, what about you, Jack? Who is your favorite player character? I'll go with Dashboard. Of course you are. Dashbold, 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 bless his heart. Listen to Law and Disorder. Yeah, podcast. so another podcast on the network is Law and Disorder, and Jack plays in that one. I am the Dungeon Master, and Dashbold has done his best to survive. He's done well. Mm. Um, the heart of the team, because he's the only one that cares if they continue sticking together. Um, as for myself, uh, my favourite character is a character called Ursula Fordacy. And she is a human, or was a human, and she was. Uh, I wanted to create a, a character that was a, an investigator, and this was right back at the beginning of Five E when there wasn't like an investigator subclass of rogue or whatever it is now. There is, or is this a, some something something that yeah. specialises in that? So she started out as a bard, uh, and with uh, expertise in investigation, and she was a. An, an, an occult investigator so of course then she went warlock and then she saw wizards who were beating her so she went wizard and so she just wanted to do everything so she ended up being quite useless 
but she was had a very forceful personality. It's like a Call of Cthulhu character. Yeah, uh, that's what I was right, going for yeah. when I made it. Um, so yeah, so that is us. So everyone, anarchist, executrix, what have you got? Anyone at all? Harmless kitten. Who? Who? What? What is? Is it just a harmless kitten? Does this this person have a harmless kitten? Everyone that sees this person thinks they're a harmless kitten. The anarchist or the executrix? That's what they see. They were an executrix. Okay. Oh, so the executrix has become this anarchist. And this anarchist is quite harmless. No. No? Visually, they appear to be a harmless kitten. Oh, boy. A physical kitten? An actual kitten? Yes. So a a cat that is small and baby-like. Yes. Yeah. Very harmless. So the executrix has become the anarchist and (laughs) takes the guise of a kitten. Okay, but I make a perception check. I make a perception check. Yeah. It's a cat. I roll a nat 20. What do I see? It's a kitten. You find that something is really wrong, unless you have true sight. I I, I actually have true sight. What do I see? You see a really creepy red-headed person. I pick up... up So it's an illusion. Yes. Okay. Okay, I shoot the kitten. (laughs) Okay. I'm pretty sure that's what most parties do anyway. That's the prestige. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) There's a... I think as soon as you introduce a kitten, there's a good maybe 50% of people will go like, this is my kitten and I'm yeah. going to love it forever now yeah. and if you touch it, I will kill you. So if I pick up the kitten? Yeah. It's really hard to... Catch. Carry. It's like a super heavy kitten. And, and catch and... But it doesn't feel like... It doesn't feel Your brain like sort of explains whatever's happening that shouldn't be. It's like, oh, I just had a big sight, meal. Or you have a really good roll. Mm. Yeah. Like, oh, it's really slippery and hard to catch or... Oh, my back's going out. I can't really carry it. Or all right, you know, okay. walk around anyway. Yeah, well. and everyone's like, "Yeah, that's normal. That's normal. It's a normal thing to do." Uh, anyone else? I, I, I have something. Oh, wonderful! Uh, the anarchist and the executrix is a smutty romance novel. <laughs> it's become very popular among both the, among the common people, but also quietly and shamefully among a lot of the upper classes. A lot, of, a lot of them will have like a, have an assistant with just like they've rebounded, it, but uh, everyone's reading the anarchist and the executrix. So it, it's 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 the Fifty Shades of Greying it. It's I would ne- I would never like say uh, it's exactly Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, <laughs> it's the story of an anarchist who, uh, having led a long and successful career as an anarchist as one does, is to be put to death by the most beautiful executrix in the land, but as their eyes lock as she's just about to bring down her great axe to his neck, and she can't. And so and she steals steals him away to her, yeah, her, her oh, lair? No, no, it's mutual. There, theirs is a powerful love um, and uh, it's a ge- it's a genuine heartwarming story uh, of 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 love. in amongst the smut though. Oh, it's it's heartwarming and other things warming. I'll put it <laughs> that right, way. Okay, all right. What about you, Chris? So this is a character called Bog. Bog and Bog lives in a basement underneath a tavern in a city. Bog spends most of his time poring over old scrolls and history texts because he believes that the revolution is imminent and that all of the bogs of the world are going to rise up and over overthrow the ruling class. The reason he believes this is because he's read a text that suggests that the exit... Executrix? Let's try that again. Executrix. Hey. We can edit that together. <laughs> we, we won't, though. <laughs> the Executrix. <laughs> he's read a text that says the Executrix will return and do bloody death on all those 
that choose to s- suppress the uh, the bogs of this world. Right. Little did he know that this was actually just uh, a story, like a like a novel. Uh, he's taken this to be fact and spent a lot of time trying to prove it. Um, and he gets into long-winded conversations with people in the tavern oh, about it. Oh, of course. It. Yeah. Um, don't get him started. Uh, but should a party member choose to get him started, he will very quickly inform them that they are sheeple and that they need to get educated on the on the matter. The executrix is coming. Uh, and should the party members humour him enough, he will take them downstairs to his lair and he will basically lecture them for let's say six or seven hours it just could roll, potentially roll a d10 and that many hours yeah and it could potentially count as a short rest <laughs> <laughs> he will lecture them uh all right okay that, that's a that's a good Q-trick. pledge that's a good that's pledge. The pledge okay my pledge is the anarchist and the executrix uh the executrix name is katrin and the anarchist's name is nimrod now what do they sound like? This, Nimrod sounds exactly what he looks like. And that's this. I'm gonna get it and I'm gonna kill them all. Yep. That's exactly what Nimrod sounds like. Cool. Now, Goblin the Executrix and the Anarchist have a feud. In an otherwise idyllic, small fiefdom, these two have taken upon themselves to generate a feud and so whenever the executrix sees Nimrod she tries to catch him and whenever he sees her she he's always pulling pranks on her now you might think that as an anarchist they're quite deadly pranks but uh, he's quite bad at what he does uh, so he's very inept uh, so his his prank might be to uh, accidentally throw flowers at her because Roses have thorns. He's very dim. Um, Clearly. Yeah, and that's my pledge. I have plans for where it's going, but before we get there, who wants to who wants to turn their concept for me? No one. No one at all. There sorry? are there are sorry. There are rumors of a hidden message inside the pages of the anarchist and the executrix. Who spreads these rumors? Nobody knows. It's like a whisper on the wind. <laughs> Do, do we know a little man you, if, called Bog. <laughs> if, if you if you look at just the right pages and just the right order, if you turn it upside down, if you turn it upside, nobody. But there's a hundred versions of this rumor about this code, but people like people can't quite find find it. But eventually, the rumor becomes so widespread, it's almost as popular as the book itself. And again, it's a popular book. Everyone's trying to figure out like, is it, it? It's it's like. The, like in Pokemon Yellow, trying to find Mewtwo or whatever. It's just like, how do you get? How do you find the message in the Anarchist and the Executrix? And then, so one day, somebody says, just like, oh, I heard someone found it. I think they've, I think they've, they've cracked the code. And then they disappear. <gasps> Excellent. Harmless kitten. Yep. I didn't pay attention to the Executrix and the Annex bit because I wanted to make the creepy person the Harmless Kitten. Oh, so you made, you've made the creepy so person I'm gonna, the Harmless Kitten. To, How are you turning to, that? The Anarchist is the kitten. Mm. They made a wish to a genie. Right. Make them unseeable, turn them into a form that can hide from the Executrix. Right. So they, being they are the kitten. And the, uh, the Anarchist is turned into the kitten visually. Physically, they're a human to themselves. Right. They've started just giving in to the fact they're a kitten. 
and they'll just like hook up with people that think they can protect them. In this case, protecting them from the executrix that is pursuing the person. Does the executrix know that they look like a kitten? Um, no. They have an idea that they're... Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. They're very small because they can sense where they are to some extent. And whenever they get there, they can't find them. And they, they should be able to find what, them, but what, they know they're what, there. What did the anarchists, the kitten anarchists, do to the executrix to be hunted down? Uh, the anarchists um, set fire to a building, because that's what anarchists do, Zane. They I'm set sorry. fire to things. Sometimes they also blow things up. Okay, fine. They blew something up. Are you happy? <laughs> um, anyway, they blew up a boat. Sure. And there was people on it. Oh, and not people. And the executrix is going to kill them. Okay. For justice. All right, for justice. Chris. So as you have this um, conspiracy theory explained to you by Bog, um, tavern, tavern dwelling anarchist, tavern basement dwelling anarchist, uh, and as the hours pass by, you begin to notice that the more he speaks and the more he, he talks about his theory, the more it just seems to make sense. It just doesn't all add up to you anymore. And you think maybe Bog is correct. And it ends out that Bog is actually a very powerful sorcerer and if you stay long enough in his lair you find yourself completely agreeing with him and not really understanding why because it's pretty clear that the evidence isn't all there but eventually after a few hours of being in, in his right, so basement he invites you down you rest there and then suddenly he's making sense he makes sense and now you agree with him yeah That's they, the that boat of people did need to die yeah <laughs> yeah you agree with Bog Bog says Bog says the egg Bog says it's clear that the the guards are censoring my voice, is yeah. what he's saying. You've watched <laughs> enough of his four-hour-long YouTube videos yeah. and he's starting to make a lot of sense <laughs> now. And he keeps saying really reasonable things. Yeah. And he, and he keeps talking about the fact that, you know, it's the other side that are unreasonable that like to speak over him and sense it. And he's just trying to, like, get his point across really clearly. Yeah, in his red hat. And now you and now you're ready to buy tickets. <laughs> okay, you're ready to go. All right. So the turn on Nimrod <clears throat> is that in this idyllic town that you're that you you're observing, where Nimrod and the Executrix, who I called Kristen, did I something like that? That sounds familiar. Uh, no one notices Nimrod. Or at least no one admits that they're noticing Nimrod. If he's creeping down the street in broad daylight, people will look at him and then look away. And this is literally everyone in the entire city except the Executrix. And when she sees him, she heads straight for him, but he always runs away, basically kicking things over, making things fly, and... No one acknowledges that anything is happening. If someone knocks over like a cart of apples, it's like, oh, the wind is really strong today. If, if, if he burns down a building, it's like, oh, I left the candles out again. How bothersome that this is happening to me again. Is that the exact tone of voice yes. that they take? 
Absolutely. Okay. So irritated. They know what's going on, but they can't say anything for an unknown reason. Uh, so that's the turn on Nimrod. Who has hmm. a prestige for me? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I am waiting for this one. The prestige is, um, as you said, there's a very good chance one of the party members would basically adopt the cat instantly. Mm. So that's happened. <laughs> yep. You get recruited by the executioner or someone working for the executioner to help find the anarchist. Peter Pettigrew. Of course. But whenever you come into contact with the executrix, the cat just sort of disappears. And it just does many, many sort of like suspect things that a cat shouldn't be doing. Like burning down buildings? No, just, yeah, maybe drinking coffee, something like that. <laughs> you know, and, and like when you're not really watching it, if you just like look at it suddenly, it's like doing something really weird that a cat shouldn't be doing. Yeah. And and eventually, like, I, I'd imagine, like, one of the players is really attached to it, just like, no, 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 there's no fucking way. It's a very good chance they start attacking the authorities to defend <laughs> their kitten. I think it'd just be hilarious, and that's basically the whole thing. It's yeah, just, how to how to turn your players against the city? Yeah, yeah. By a cute little <laughs> cat that's actually an ugly gremlin person. <laughs> this has been a cat for a year. Ah, <laughs> uh, that sounds like something a DM would do. Yeah. Sounds like Speaking something a cat a owner would do. Yeah, good, good. All right, prestige me. Uh, um, so the anarchist and the executrix is not uh, by itself a magical item, but it was written by a god. <gasps> A, a trickster god. It's not a magical <laughs> item. Doesn't really mean anything. But it was written by a god. Oh, why can't gods just like write? Why do they always yeah. have to write something really meaningful? Yeah. Why can't why they, they literally just fiction? Sorry, no. There is nothing magical or special about this book. But there's this rumor that if you look at it in the right way and you read it the right way, eventually you'll you'll discover something. And what it is is that this trickster god, as a prank on all of the other gods, has written this book with this secret in it in such a way, and then spread this rumor so thoroughly after making it the most popular book in the world that if you are a if you are able to contort your mind in such a way that you can look at it in just the right way and you can look at the pages at the right angle and you you just you 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 change your understanding of the way the book works all of a sudden the way the universe works clicks into place you in atheist? your mind. Oh yeah. <laughs> the way that the universe works, it all suddenly makes sense and you ascend to godhood because you understand everything. You see the threads connecting things in a way that only a god could. And basically, now every time someone figures this out, they ascend to godhood and the other gods are like looking at the tricks to god like why we had such an exclusive club and now there's 50 new people who read right. a book the right way and they're gods See, when now. when you first said that, I thought it was like one person realises this, mm. ascends to godhood, then the next person does and takes their place. No, no, no. There's a whole bunch of new... Like, the, the, this trickster god has basically just completely, like, caused god inflation <laughs> in that there's just all these new people... Who can reshape the universe at a whim because they they understand the right way to look at things now. Which is through the lens of smart. Always. Always. Chris? Alright, let's let me just preface this by saying this this entire encounter, if you have a really combat focused party, you're gonna wanna leave this encounter out of your campaign, probably. <laughs> if you're the sort of people that would like shoot a kitten. Maybe if, not. But if you want to debate about politics for four hours. But basically, <laughs> after meeting the bog and being brought to his den, 
um, and being sort of charmed into agreeing with him. The party sort of probably all roll separately to see whether or not they agree with him. Mm. Um, and you're at disadvantage if you're a Caucasian male. Um, <laughs> basically, basically, the further yep. further from a Caucasian male you are, like the, the lower your DC is. Um, Can I just clarify what you think is the furthest in, in, in say, like regular D&D? What is the furthest away from Caucasian male? Oh, like an astral female. An astral female? Um, What is it? I can't even tell if this is problematic. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm not trying to say, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know if you can go, you can go with it any way you like. I'm a non-binary drow and I think that your points actually don't make any sense at all. Uh, I really disagree. (laughs) Anyway, basically, it's it's clear that this bog who is, who is like a a base, he's a base knowing dude, like it's clear that a lot of this appeals to him because it specifically helps him. So if you're somebody who's very different to bog, um, you're probably going to not agree with him as easily. Not to say that you can't. You could still fail the check. Yeah. Um, but anyway, then the highest charisma person in your party, uh, as re- basically as a result, you, you, you make this role, you either agree with him or you don't, and then he chooses the highest charisma person in your party, and that person has to then go and debate the sort of highest ranking member of like uh, whatever the wizards guild or whatever sorcery sure. sort of uh, enclave you have in the city, the, the the top intellectual from there is going to debate your highest charisma party member, not highest intelligence. And if you have two people with equal charisma um, that agree with him, the person with lower intelligence and wisdom is the person that debates. <laughs> Good. Specifically, this is about uh, charm. Like it's a charm offensive. Is right. what is what you're going to have to do, and basically you can garner control of the city by winning a series of debates against this wizard. <laughs> so over time, so if you win the first debate with your charm offensive, you will gain followers, as and as you pick master, up followers, you will eventually actually create like an intellectual takeover of the city and become. As a game king. master, I cannot imagine a more torturous <laughs> session than that. <laughs> Having to constantly debate. Because, <laughs> like, the player has to debate something that they may or not may or not believe, but the dungeon master has to debate against them several times. <laughs> and also be, like, an objective like person saying whether or not the, the judges <laughs> agree with the player. But, I mean, th- there are, you know, there are gameplay ways around, like, you know, if you really, like, are a bit of a sook and can't be bothered with all the roleplay, you could just, like, do and one debate and then just roll for the next debate. Sure. And roll for the, you know what I mean? You could just roll charisma checks. You um, could. Just do con- contending charisma yeah. and just, you know, rack it up you, that way. You, you can get a bonus to your rolls if you take uh, these these Brain Force Plus pills as well <laughs> uh, that you can find. They're a magical No, I, I would actually suggest that then, like, between debates, you might do other things like publicity stunts or, like, you know, like trying to smear the opposition. Oh, yeah, sort of get thing. the whole team involved. Yeah. Like, you, you have your campaign yeah. team. And you, like, set people, like, you have, like, you when you, do, when you do the debates, you get your party members standing behind you. And they all nod and agree with you, mm. or like hold mm. signs in the crowd, that sort of thing. Bas- basically, you're going to try to like take over this city politically. All right, okay. That is all because of Bog the Anarchist. That is, uh, that is, that is a Bog Shapiro. I- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Nimrod, you know that the Executrix can see him, and that everyone else is pretending not to see him. So you can follow him, or you can follow the Executrix. Tell me, who will you? Who do you want to follow to figure out this mystery? The Executrix on Nimrod. Nimrod. I would follow the Executrix because I feel like you're not supposed to follow Nimrod. Okay. 
Well, two voted for Nimrod, one voted for Execution, so I'll do Nimrod first. You follow oh, Nimrod. Damn it. And he goes into a inverted commas secret entrance into a map maker's shop. And he steals in inverted commas uh, the only map that has been put out while the map maker's back is turned in inverted commas and then goes through the inverted commas secret door down into what is obviously his uh uh, his lair where he's just got piles and piles of these maps and uh, uh, blueprints of the city and if you corner him there he will tell you that the system is corrupt and that there is weapon stores underneath the keep that if he can find the right way in he can blow this whole place to the ground and the way we get in is with a series of debates. No, he's looking <laughs> no, for the secret no. tunnel. He can't find the, the he can't find any map that has has this tunnel uh, marked on it. So he's just going yeah, over the all these maps. Is, is an ideological tunnel. So you can help him if you choose to. If you follow the executrix, she will take you. She will sigh and go. Ah, it's so refreshing to see that someone acknowledges the fact that that little bastard exists. Come with me, and she'll take you to the Lord. And the Lord will go, Oh, yes, oh, Nimrod, he's uh, poisoned, you see. He's my son. <gasps> Plot twist. Yeah, so he was a son who had a, uh, a hat-making hobby, uh, went mad, decided that the whole system was corrupt, super paranoid, and he's uh, and basically this whole situation is just his father's way of keeping him occupied and out of the way. Um he pays the map maker and he anyone any damage that Nimrod does he'll pay off. Aww. Yep. <laughs> this is this is sad now. Well, is is a way that you can get your team to make uh, it, put them in a morally weird position if they follow the executrix or maybe do something really terrible <laughs> if they listen to Nimrod and just assume that he's telling the truth. Nimrod all the way. Just do some insight checks on Nimrod, and it's just like, wait a minute. He's not mine. He one hundred percent believes this, <laughs> but you think that maybe he shouldn't. All right. So we had we had Nimrod and Kristen, the executrix, uh, in the in in the Mad Prince. <laughs> we had uh, Bog, the the Enchanter, and the political debates. Yep. Dom, <laughs> uh, the anarchist and the executioner, a smutty romance novel written by a god to create more gods. Mm-hmm. The How to Ascend to Godhood 101. Yep. And we had the kitten the harmless of Doom. Kitten. Just a kitten. Totally harmless. The the anarchist kitten. All right. Well, that's 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 a that's another that's another episode, everyone. So thank you for joining us. We hope that you use those in your game. If you do. Let us know how it Use goes. Use them all at once in one game at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Debating an anarchist <laughs> who descends to godhood. Oh, uh, good. Um, if you want to uh, see any of these, we will be doing our best to write these up and post them on social media. So you can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter. If you want to find links to those, they will be in the show notes as well as you as well as on that'snotcanon.com forward slash hooked. And you can find all those links there. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you very much, Dom. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jack. Doodles. And I've been Zane, and we will see you all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. How we see the audio podcast and understand.
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 